Welcome to the Northeast Beat. I'm your host, Dan Solar, along with my co-host for tonight, Paul Casaro. Paul, second Thursday in a row with those Cowboys playing. You think they get off to a better uh, – you think they have a better evening than they had last weekend – or last week against the Raiders? Uh, um, so I was, I was thinking about this as I was uh, making our power rankings. And I think the Cowboys are simultaneously a team that the nation always has its eyes on, but also people just like miss out on what the hell is going on with them. Cause these two games are going to be totally different. I, they should be totally different. The Cowboys last week lost by field goal in overtime without Amari Cooper, without C.D. Lamb, without Demarcus Lawrence, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, say what you want about being able to, like, play with next, uh, next man up, all that kind of stuff. If Kansas City loses Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and uh, who, who's that defense? McCall Harmon. Or... No, not even McCall Harmon. McCall Harmon, it would be their top two receiving targets, you know? And it's just like, I feel like the Cowboys are not getting that grace that some other teams have gotten. You know, they have a similar record to the Rams. They have a similar record to, I mean, the the Rams have been taken pretty bad. They've lost three in a row. And I think people are starting to notice that. Um, Tampa lost some bad games, but they've been able to bounce back. And the Cowboys have had to play through a lot of injuries. They had to play, you know, two tough teams. One, they should have beat. Um, but Kansas City uh, was was going to be a tough game no matter what, even if Cooper and CeeDee Lamb were playing. Yeah. So, you know, I, all signs are pointing towards they should win this week. They should win tonight. Um, I mean, the Saints should be without Kamara. I think he's officially out. Yeah, he's out. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about their, stu- their two starting tackles. I heard that they were also – I believe they're out as well. Yeah. Right. The, the line jumped from four and a half to like six and a half, seven. Right. So, so I mean, it's a lot of movement expecting the Cowboys to uh, come out on top here. I didn't quite understand why the line honestly was, too, was that small to begin with. I, like the Bills last week are six and a half, seven point favorites. And I don't, I don't think the difference between Taysom Hill and Simeon's that great. Like it's maybe a point or two towards Hill, maybe. Right. Yeah. And then, you you could argue that the Cowboys' offense is every bit as potent as the Bills. But honestly, the Bills the Bills' rough patches I think have been worse than the Cowboys' rough patches this year. I mean, the Broncos' game was bad, yeah. Besides that, I think they played a pretty good year though. Like, right, they, the, like, they the Jaguars, you know, like the games against uh, Kansas City and Las Vegas. Those were close games. I mean, Kansas City could have blown the Cowboys out of the water, but the defense kept them in it the entire time. Yeah, you know, and I mean, let's face it, that game against Las Vegas, the amount of penalties on both sides. Oh, so it was a ridiculous game. You can't even really tell what would have happened, you know, but the amount of drives that were extended due to, you know, egregious uh, uh, defensive pass interference penalties on, on Anthony Brown, he had four of them, you know, Um that just makes it really hard to look at that game and say, you know, uh, that they really just did not play well or that they shouldn't 
have won that game. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, I don't, I don't know if I, you just can't look at the Raiders game and be like, Oh yeah. Cowboys are tanking. Like that game was so weird. That game was, yeah, was. So weird. And they still had an opportunity to win. Yeah. If Greg Zerline makes an extra point kick in the beginning of the game, they win that game. Yeah. So yeah. Needless to say, um, you know, my, my dad was texting me and he was, he was like, big game tonight. I'm like, they got to win 40 to nothing. <laughs> like, I think we got to, for all the Cowboys fans out there that I'm speaking on behalf of, I think they need to really have a decisive win against the Saints because the Saints don't look good right now. Even if Kamara and the, the two tackles are playing, they've been on three-game losing streak and they've lost big to some some questionable teams. You know, so... It, it's tough. It's tough. Um, but the cow. This should be a game that the Cowboys win. Um, I, I want to say that they're going to be able to cover, you know, a seven point spread. But it, it's going to depend on if they're their own worst enemy. It is going to be in New Orleans. Um, Cowboys fans travel well, so that should be. Um, they, they should have some faces in the crowd. Um, and they've won in that environment before too. That's not, I remember back in like, I think it was 2009 when DeMarcus Ware had the strip sack fumble to end the game there, which was just crazy. Um, that was when I think, uh, the saints were undefeated. I think that was the game. Uh, they were undefeated and uh, the Cowboys went in there and beat them to, um, stop the winning season. It feels like this game is a primetime game a lot. I remember, I was in Philly one night, and I remember they were playing. That could have maybe five years ago, four years ago. They definitely had, like, a Thursday night or a Monday night game. It was Cowboys-Saints. And one of the teams – I think the Cowboys – or the Saints were doing really good, and I think the Cowboys won that. Yeah, it might have been the game – now, this is where I'm st- – Dak's been on the team for – this is his fifth year. I think it was his first year, I want to say. I think that game was at Dallas, though. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, let me try. I can't remember now. See if you can find that. Yeah. Let's see. It was. uh, um, Okay. It wasn't 16. I think it was 17. Because that seems like a while ago. Uh, It wasn't that year either. It was... I know they played them... Uh, yeah, it was an ugly game. It was right around this time of year, November 29th, uh, 13 to 10. Oh, but that was at Dallas, no? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that game uh, ended. That, that game was an ended. ugly game, though. It, yeah. Let me see the re- – I think it was so- like – it was someone random, I think, caught the touchdown pass for the Saints, and I think Zeke ran it in. Let me see. No, yeah. the, the game ended because – so the Cowboys had scored. I, I think they might have had – like you said, they scored the touchdown from Zeke. Saints get the ball. 
Drew Brees. Yeah, uh, Kirkwood. Kirk, Kirkwood got the uh, – it's funny I remember that. Kirkwood got the touchdown, who I think he, – he caught – he had, like, like two nice plays, I think, for the Saints. He caught the touchdown, and then Zeke got the touchdown for Dallas. Yeah, um, and that was a really big win because that's when the Saints were good. Like, um, and you know, it it was ugly, but also I think it was a defensive, that was more of a defensive game, you know? Um, but yeah, definitely low scoring. I remember watching that just going back and forth and be feeling like it wasn't just all these teams aren't doing anything. It, It was, you know, when an unstoppable, uh, force meets an immovable object that that yeah. sort of thing um but yeah that was not a fun game to watch was, <laughs> i remember listening to that most of that game it was a terrible game like it was <laughs> it was a grind for sure i mean yeah. kirkwood and then zeke with the 16 yard touchdown catch basically the same caliber of player <laughs> um yeah so what do you think what do you think is going to happen tonight um I was looking at uh, one of the bets I like for tonight a lot. Uh, Saints under 18 and a half points. That seems like a lot based on what I saw against the uh, Bills. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the Cowboys defense is probably better than the Bills. I could, but I could see something where the Saints go down, score early because that I feel like that's been a problem for the Cowboys in this season where other team, you know, they don't do anything on offense. Other team gets the ball, they go down and score. And then from there, it's, you know, you're kind of, you know, you pump the brakes and their defense starts to light it up. Um, and then I could also see a touchdown coming in garbage time. So it really yeah. just depends on in between if the Saints can get another touchdown to make things interesting. But I think like a 28-17 win, something like that's fair. Yeah, it, 27 it, 17, something I, like that. I think the Cowboys have something to prove right now. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think I think this is a good bounce back spot for the Cowboys. The Saints are just too if you want to be like a high seed in the playoffs, this is the type of game you need to take care of. Right. I mean, but, it's Saints but, with a backup quarterback without the starting running back. If if you want to be perceived as a legitimate team, these are the type of games you have to win. You can't and the thing I was gonna say this before, you you can't they can't get off to a slow start like they did last week. They need yeah. to come out, punch them in the mouth, go up for like that Eagles game that where they went right down the field the first drive. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Zeke scored it right. Um, punch him in the mouth and and don't look back, basically. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I feel like if they don't do that, this game is going to get more interesting than it should. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. I do like I in my pools uh, this week. I. I actually before got it before the Camara stuff. It was based on like the early numbers, so I actually took that four and a half. So I'm actually feeling pretty good about those. Nice. Yeah, because you know it's move up to six, six, you know six and a half, and then this could easily wind up being like somehow in the middle, like five, six, seven point game, maybe. Good, good. Because we got um, defense too, which I feel like is a respectable unit. Yeah. I do like too. I saw it tonight. Digs five to one for a interception. Yeah, he didn't get based on how he's done this year, like why not ricochet something like that? And it it's got to come from a guy who's only thrown eight passes this season. Yeah, that was that was the stat I saw from Taysom Hill. Like, did did you see the thing about Taysom Hill's contract about how I 
it's interesting. Yeah, like contingent on the number of snaps he plays, he could make anywhere from like fifty to like ninety million dollars. It's an interesting contract, though. Definitely interesting. What has he done to warrant yeah. it? You know. And the thing is, too, he's such like he's like such like an asshole about it, too. Like he like he's believing he should be like the number one star, but it's like talent wise. I don't know about Simeon. That's probably up in the air, but he's definitely nah. not got the talent Jameis has. No. Nah. So it's and- like, well, you know, like, oh, I feel like I'm a number one star. It's like, well, t- like you clearly don't aren't confident enough in your abilities because then you would declare for free agency and take a shot there. So he's like double talking. He's like, he's, he's like annoyed the Saints aren't making him a starter, but then he doesn't have, like, he doesn't have like the boss to basically go out and, and test the free agent market to see if he's really if he's really as like liked and as confident as teams think he is. Yeah. So yeah. He, he to me is a glorified tight end because I remember last year in fantasy when there was that one week where he could double up. He was he was a tight end, but he would like he could be in the tight end slot, but he was playing as quarterback. Yeah. And everyone was crazy about it because the guy's going to drop at least 15 points you would think from a quarterback spot um which is more than most tight ends get so that that's his that's always been his position to me yeah yeah. glorified tight end sorry Taysom I know you're a listener on our podcast but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so I think like 27 17 is reasonable um Callaways are getting a lot of people back for them to jerk around this game I feel like exactly that's that's what's gonna be the kicker is no pun intended I, I, yeah I don't even know Zerline's back that's not a pun um yeah it, I, they they don't have an excuse right now you know they they did the last two games um but even then their, their defense wasn't an excuse because they had been performing well without those star players their offense was the one that was rolling, rolling, rolling. You drop these two star wide receivers. Michael Gallup's great. Uh, he's a really good player. Yeah. Um, but there's a reason why Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are the guys. Yeah. They're just a little bit different. I was actually watching um, – I watched a couple of Gallup's routes, and I've seen Cooper's routes. And I just think the, there's a difference there. The, the route running of Cooper, and I know that's the strength of CeeDee Lamb. I think Gallup is just a tick slower, but that's also not the kind of player they're asking him to be. He's more like a Des Bryant type yeah. of player, you know? Yeah. So. Um, so that, that is how we feel about the Thursday night game. So we're going to get into now looking at uh, Sunday. Um Right off the bat, let's see. There, there's four teams on buys. A couple good teams too. You got the Packers and the Titans on buys, and then Carolina and Cleveland. It was actually probably a good time for Cleveland to get the buy. Yeah, uh, close loss to the Ravens. Kind of compose yourself. Try to get a little healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, give Baker some, you know some time to get his confidence back, and uh, you know practice some stuff. Uh, so a couple good teams are on buys this week. Packers, you know, with the big win against the Rams last week. So um, it's a good time this far in because they can kind of collect themselves for the stretch run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's always good with like seven, eight games 
or, or you know six games or so before the playoffs uh for them to collect themselves now and, and get ready and same, i think same thing for the titans too really brown was hurt right uh last week so mm-hmm. he it's a chance for him to get healthy um first game up uh we got my miami dolphins uh, given for the giants uh the streak in miami dolphins having won four in a row now and uh it's it's improbable and unlikely, but you're starting to see them uh, on list of in the playoff hunt <laughs> remarkably. And I, honestly, Paul, I, I'm going to the Jets game in two weeks down in Miami. If we could get back to 500 that game, I, I, I'm hoping they take care of the Giants this week because to be at that game where they get back to 500. And then honestly, the rest of the year isn't looking as daunting as it was a month and a half ago. We got the Titans at Nissan in Tennessee. We got, uh, I guess, what, three weeks or two weeks? Two weeks from Monday. No, three weeks from Monday. You got the uh, Dolphins at the Saints. That could be winnable. Yeah. And then you got the Patriots at home. And who knows how much the Patriots will need that game. And also, I'll take our chances against the Patriots at home because we owe, that's always a hard game. Like yeah. in Miami, we always give them a hard time. Has Miami played the Bills twice? Yes, we got our ass kicked both. Or the one game was like the one game we got killed. I expect this too. It was week two after the Patriots game. I knew we were going to get destroyed that game. Yeah. The other one was like it was like a nine point game, and then Josh, that was that game. Josh Allen ran it in for the cover. The spread was like thirteen. He mm-hmm. like pushed himself, and you're like you're like that was so unnecessary by the Bills. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the game where it was probably 13 and he ran it in with like a minute left. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, the Dolphins competed that game though. It was a little close to that. Right, game. yeah, yeah. The the reason why that might hurt though is because at this point you don't know who's gonna be the division leader for that division, whether it be the Patriots or the Bills. It's looking more like the Patriots, I guess, because they're really on a roll. Um, I think the, we'll get to it. I think the Bills win to, uh, win Monday. I, I I I think so too, and I'll be interested to hear what you have to say because I think we're going to be thinking the same thing. Um, but that said, those two teams are battling it out right now, and one you can't you've lost the tiebreaker too, so that's really going to hurt them. They're going to have to hope that the Bills win the division, and then they. Have the tiebreaker, which would be have nuts on New England, and New England slip starts slipping up. And I right. think they, I think now they played Houston already. I think they still have the Jaguars or someone. Mm-hmm. So like that's not that's you know it's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. I mean I to even to even think about the playoffs to even think about it we have to win against the two New York teams and then definitely the Patriots and then split with the Titans and Saints. Yeah, I, I think nine went, and even that you need you need a couple of these teams to start screwing. Like you need the Chargers or the Raiders to go on like a five out of six slot, like something like that. Mm-hmm. You need the Bengals to lose to all the divisional teams, like so, stuff like that will get us back in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, now Dolphins are playing. I mean, Tua had a great line last week. There's a bunch of these Dolphins fans now are like, I told you something. Like pump the brakes. Like, like, he still wasn't great against the Ravens. He wasn't phenomenal against, the like, the Texans. Like, he's doing all right. I mean, he's showing something. But, like, they're acting like he's Marino. He's not. 
I mean, he he did, uh, you know, I think at one point last week he was 24-27. Like, that's pretty damn good. But, like, it's like, oh, we told you so because he has a great day against the uh, um, the um, Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I feel like I will say uh, the other thing, Paul, is that I'm being I'm being really serious here. And I mentioned this to someone recently, or I think my my neighbor now, you know, talking football. The, I'm being serious here. The Dolphins, in terms of how they've looked over the last month, might have looked like the third or fourth best team in football. Like in terms of like, like in terms of, I mean, the Rams have had all these bad losses. Mm-hmm. The t- like they're playing with confidence now. They're playing. Like they were expected to at the start of the year. They're they're playing like they have Tua back. Yeah, so I to yeah. So I'm sorry. Were you saying that Tua? You feel like Tua is being overhyped, or which which quarterback? Were you no, talking? I'm just saying. No, he's done well. It's just a bunch of Dolphin fans think his whole criticism has been rectified by having a good game against the Panthers. Well, I did see an interesting comparison between him and Kyler Murray, mm. and Kyler is. I feel more touted than Tua is, but Tua's Tua overall has had more impressive stats. Um, and his win-loss record is, you know, better. Granted, Kyler's would probably be better at this point, but I guess they're not giving him those wins because he was technically out. Um, but you know, I think I think you're I think you're right. Um I don't think there are a whole lot of teams right now where you look at them and you're saying, oh, that's that's a really tough team to beat. I think there are a lot of teams that, yeah, they are they they're scary opponents, but they also have weaknesses, you know, like Tampa Bay had a, you know, relied on a last minute Leonard Fournette 28 yard run to beat the Colts who have been playing really well. Um so both those teams, you know, that was a high scoring game. Those defenses can't stop anything. You know, um, I think the two teams right now that you look at who are really playing well are the Packers and the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have been on by and without their, you know, a couple star players. So, yeah, I think the Dolphins are play- I think the Dolphins could compete with most teams right now. And, and, you know, they might not come on the winning side of it, but that's, that can always come down to a play or two. That's, that's what like football is, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting you mentioned that because that's the thing that's so frustrating about the Dolphins is like at least probably like for the last five years that they haven't made the playoffs. When you look at their body of work, it's always like one game, like early mm-hmm. or mid season or just an, you know, an unexpected loss that cost them the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, oh, here we go. You know, if we freaking beat the Falcons, if we beat the damn Jaguars, yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's always the same shit with them. It's so frustrating because it's just like beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Yeah, and don't leave it. Don't leave it to week seventeen to clinch or week eighteen, I guess now. Yeah, it's just it's so frustrating because that's what they always you know the one year they had a great run and then they were knocked out I think by the Jets. Last year, they had that awesome win against the Raiders at Christmas week. Then they got their ass beat against the Bills who didn't need that game at all. Like It was mm-hmm. like 52-17 to 17 or whatever the hell it was. 
All I needed um, something. Yeah, no, like uh, it's just it's it's so much of that same stuff with the Dolphins. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll if they were to somehow win out, you know, we'll see what a ten seven record does. Yeah, you know, it's it's tough, but if the, I mean, that'd be a hell of a turnaround. One and seven, <laughs> ten and seven. You know, it'd be monumental. Because I, I I really think I really think they're going to win the next two. You, you think? Know, it, Jets, Jets and John. Uh, I definitely think to be the Jets. Uh, yeah, the, I could. The, uh, the Giants, you don't know, but the Giants haven't looked great. Mm-hmm. I mean, they looked right against the Eagles. I guess that was an ugly game, though. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel back? At, you like Giants or Dolphins? Oh, I like Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. That you, you, the Giants' last game was against the Eagles. You want to talk about ugly games? That was an, that was an ugly game. Yeah, it was an ugly game. It was an ugly game, Danny. It was an ugly game. But I'm glad the Giants won because now, dude, I sent you the screenshot of that tweet, right? Of of some some like account had tweeted that you know. Are, are the Eagles the team to watch in the NFC? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Second yeah. best running game. Th- this they're Eagle, The Eagles and their fans wanting the running game so bad because it, like, covers up Hurts' passing ability. Like, they need yeah. to get over it and have him pass the – like, against the Jets, they don't have a great passing defense. Like, guess what? As long as he's to go this weekend, they're going to have to freaking pass the ball to win. You can't roll up Boston Scott all the time. Like, yeah. the Eagles and their fans in that, like – fascination with running the ball just because they're having like success and it, it's like covering up hurts as a quarterback like that can't last and that shows why he's not necessarily a franchise quarterback and, and they're the number one rushing team right now i want to see where those stats are coming from i, I want to take a, a closer look at you know how many of those yards came in games where they were winning 40 to nothing because they've had a few of those games you know where they just absolutely blew them out so of course they're going to run the ball why would they oh they ran all over the saints in detroit like those two games they have like 200 balls rushing yards i think right exactly and in that and last week i think last week they had a great rushing day against the giants yeah they just didn't win yeah and then you know they'll probably be quick to blame jalen ragor who's you know they, they, they hate him yeah that's yeah all. well i mean you see what justin jefferson's doing and you can't blame them you know that's bad Boston. drafting though that's not his fault that the eagles are, oh no are good not. drafting like yeah. Yeah, they don't draft the right people a- absolutely absolutely and i'm so happy he didn't go to the eagles um you know but they too is you know you know it's criminal too this is the other one that is going to be like notorious for years J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, getting drafted over D.K. Metcalf. Like, <laughs> come on. come on! Like, Stanford doesn't even throw the ball that much. You, you look at the guy who it literally looks like a Greek god, and you don't choose him over some guy who has too many names. Like, I know that shouldn't be the logic of drafting football players, but, I mean, D.K. Metcalf has been – He's been a beast, although this season hasn't been that great, I feel for him. Um, but, yeah, you know, so J- even though, like, Jalen Ragor is not playing well, 
is he the reason why Tua th- uh, not Tua uh Hurts throws three interceptions in that game against the Giants? No, that's him. And maybe partially the receivers too, but it's not just Regor. Like, you know, so I agree with you that they are kind of you know, they think that he's the second coming and I think he's all right. You know, he's done well in games. But it, right now he's you don't see the kind of things early on in his career that make you really confident that he's going to be the guy, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to be a homer and say, Dak, I'm trying to think of some other quarterbacks who, you know, their rookie year was solid. Like uh, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, I feel like is another player like Dak who they've gotten better each and every year. It has, it hasn't ever been a question that, you know, they're not going to develop into a, a star quarterback. Jalen Hurts, I'm just not – I'm not afraid of him when the Cowboys play him. I'm afraid that he's yeah. mobile, but I'm not afraid. And, and ja- Jackson, like, dazzled in college still. I feel right. like – and that, that we've talked we talked about this, you know, last week or two weeks ago. How he ever dropped the 32nd, I have no idea. I, like, everyone knew he had, like, all the talent in the world. But, I mean, he, he was remarkable at Louisville. And, like, Hurts – Hurts always felt like – I mean, Bama – like Mac Jones felt like he was better than Hertz and at Oklahoma, Oklahoma's just always the system offense. They're just score a million points mm-hmm. and never have a defense. Yeah. Um, Should we just talk so, where are the Eagles this week? Should we just go? They're, I mean, they're yeah, they're the next game. Or, or they're after the Cardinals bears. I don't even know how long you want to talk about that one. I like the Cardinals. Uh, I actually like the bears to cover. I think in soldier field, that could be, that could be competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyler, you know, he's been banked up. So I could see him having a rough time a little bit mm-hmm. against the bears defense. I could see that being a tight game. Yeah. Getting to, Dece- getting to December dome team having trouble with the outdoors. I can see and that they're coming tight. off their bye too. They're coming off their yeah. bye. And, you know, I, I feel teams coming off their bye don't always um, don't always do well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, this is a game the Cardinals should win. Bears are not good. Um, I, I don't know if the Bears are going to cover. I, I feel Arizona is just on a different tier. I, this could be another Tampa Bears game, um, except – you know, they're playing at Soldier Field. So we'll see. We'll see, though. I mean, yeah, Kyler is still – is he slated to play? In the yeah, game? Kyle's playing yeah. now. So, but he, he's he been out for a while. So I could see there being some rust. The, this this game might get interesting, um, but it really shouldn't. It shouldn't be an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm I, I'm taking the Cardinals, and I'm, I'm going to take them to cover. I think it could be, at like, 10 points. A ten point win. I like the yeah, I like the Bears, but I think the Cardinals win. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game up now is the Eagles, given seven at the New York Jets. Back to back games, interestingly enough, for the Eagles at MetLife. <laughs> yeah, um, they should have just stayed at the hotel. Really, <laughs> I practiced um, the whole week after that atrocity. Yeah. Um, how funny would it be if the Jets won? <laughs> I would lose it if the Jets win this game. Make it another close game. Um, uh, make it another close game. And then the uh, – because uh, the Jets beat the Texans last week. I think 
everybody thought that the Texans should win that game. Um, and they ended up not. Um, so I guess the Jets are the better team. Um, and I, I mean, after again, last week, I know that's a divisional game, but still that's gotta be concerning that a team that everybody was talking about is starting to make a run loses like that. Yeah, it was totally flat. Yeah. You know, so the the Eagles should win this game though. They they should come back and stomp the Jets. This were- feels like like a 26-17 game, something like that. I think the Eagles, I think the Eagles get a late touchdown to put it away. Uh I don't I don't see them. I think they're gonna play a much better game than they played last week. And also the Jets aren't as good as the Giants. Right, right. Um Same I think spot. yeah, I think this will probably be the most that you know, as long as Hertz is healthy the, mm-hmm. and good to go, because there's talk of maybe Minshew playing, although that's that's WIP and fans talking and knee-jerk reactions based on how bad he was last week. <laughs> um, but uh, I think you're probably going to see more passing than you've seen from Hertz in recent weeks. Uh, I think I think the running game will provide a good complement to uh, to the passing game. And I just – I think the Eagles defense is going to make a big player too here. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, the, the Jets offense is n- nothing to – you know, it's and they're not- coming. Your keep in mind, they're coming off a win against the Texans too. So I feel like, I feel like they're they're gonna be. Uh, I, I, I the Jets could have like egos coming into this game. I feel like they could, they could. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much success they're gonna have. Um, and really, honestly, if Zach Wilson wasn't playing, and if it was. I don't even want to say Mike White. I guess it was Mike White and that other – I don't even remember the other guy that they had thrown in there where it was like Mike White and the other guy. Flacco. No, 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 it wasn't oh. Flacco. It was it was some other guy. This is what I mean. It was some other quarterback that they had to toss in there because White got hurt. I oh, what's the, the kid from uh, – the guy from San Diego. There, yeah. Um, John, Josh Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so – you know, but Mike White and him did well. They played well when they were in, all things considered. Zach Wilson, I don't know if he's in, man. At least this season. I, I, I don't know if I – like, I I was watching that – I was following that game cast because I had Elijah Moore, and I was more pissed off that Elijah Moore wasn't getting any stats. <laughs> but I'm also – like, he Elijah Moore was getting involved when – the you know, he wasn't when uh, Wilson was out. So there's, I think it's just an experience thing right now, right? He's a rookie quarterback. Same thing's happening with Trevor Lawrence. They, they're being thrown into the fire. Yeah. Um, And it it should help them in coming years, but right now it's, I, yeah. And experience is showing. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said, I like the Eagles like 26-17 here. I think it's a late touchdown to put it put it in my way. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be launching the Amazon Prime broadcast of this game. So if the volume comes on. Oh hey, uh, guys, cue my uh, we a lot of starters oh, back. Here it is. <laughs> go away, go away. There we go. <laughs> we do we do know we do now have a Twitter page up and running. Yes. I got a tweet out tonight while I'm watching this game. I'm trying to figure out 
how I should tweet. Because me, I'll make jokes, man. I will watch the game and be completely non-serious and tweeting out these things. But, but Danny, you know, you're more of a betting guy. I feel like you, you know, when you, when you type out your bets, those are very, those are very objective tweets. So we might have to create two accounts where it's Northeast beat Danny, Northeast beat Paul, so that one is for the sports betting. The other one is just to make BS commentary on what I'm seeing. Oh yeah. Like, let's see. Um, so our Twitter handle is Northeast Beat. Yeah. Uh, and you can look it up under the Northeast Beat podcast. We should we should um, see if we can put either a link in the description for the episode or at least type it out so that. Yeah, uh, that'd be good. We'll, we'll put that on there for people to follow along with that, too. Um, but yeah, we'll. We'll try and I'll and we try. will. It's it won't just necessarily be um, football talk either. Like if we have like a NBA opinion or, or something like that yeah. about the general sports world, like we'll we'll put it on there. Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves though. We're 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 football right now. This season, yeah. we're football. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll we'll try and be doing some live tweet. Tw- yeah, yeah. It's it's tough though, man. Like. Cause I don't know about you, but I'm still very much a sports fan. So when I am watching these games, I'm usually like very invested in watching. Yeah. So it's it's hard to watch, be focused in, and then yeah. also get oh, like your yeah. thoughts and commentary on the game. Five yards out, go <laughs> Joe Mixon! Like yeah, yeah. But we try our best here. Yeah. Um. There are. There are a couple of these like big lines again this week. I think you got three that are like well into double digits. And this is one of them. You got the Colts giving 10 to the Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that. This, really I think John Taylor has a big bounce back game after last week. 100%. 100%. He, they, this might be similar to the Bills game. I think. This could be. Similar. I think he's he has at least two touchdowns in this game. Oh, I, if he doesn't, the Colts are not who we thought they thought they were. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. The Colts have been. I. I'm really excited to see where the Colts. Uh, they've. I feel like at this point they're going to make the playoffs. They have to make the playoffs. They're they're going to be, and I'm I'm glad for my for my friend Lou because he thought. You know, they go off to that bad start, and then they had, I guess, what, the the Jets – or no, the Dolphins game. That was like a must-win for both those teams. Mm-hmm. Like, and the Colts wound up winning that game, and then they got the Jets, like, a few weeks later than that, and they were able to, like, turn around the season. The Colts, if they make the playoffs, I feel – the Colts are a very likable team. I, I, I think they could be, like – I feel like a lot of people like that. Between, like, Wentz kind of probably getting the short end of the stick in Philly, him having a bounce-back year – Taylor's a good guy. He was always a great running back at Wisconsin. He got like a, a journeyman with the, or not journey, like a, a, a longtime veteran with T.Y. Hilton on the team still there. Uh, you know, guys like, like Jack Doyle has been around for a while. I feel like they would be like the darlings, I feel like, of this NFL playoffs. And I want to see them in because they're a fun team to root for. Like, I want to see what Taylor can do in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, like them against like the Bills would be a fun game or them against like the Ravens, something like that would be a lot of fun to see the Colts. Yeah. 
and their defense too has some you know that that's a that defense led by Darius Leonard he's a beast he's awesome um I was gonna this feels like a 31 17 I think Colts Colts don't screw around here yeah yeah I agree the line is 40 I'm sorry the over under is 45 yeah the over under is 45 so what? Yeah, thirty-one, seventeen. That would be like forty-eight. I could see that. Forty-five actually feels low for this game. If the if the Texans can get seventeen, I think that easily goes over. Yeah. Because 20, 28, 17. Yeah, I think the Colts should be good for at least thirty, though. The Cowboys Saints graphic showed Prescott next to Taysom Hill, and I'm just. The disrespect, man. Find a different player for the Saints graph. <laughs> like that's all they got. <laughs> so they're gonna put him there. Um this is actually this is actually one of my favorite picks for the week. I just they don't seem right. They 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 they, uh, they they're they're struggling against teams I'm surprised they're struggling against. Uh and that is the Chargers. Uh I don't I don't know what's their deal. They they have more talent than what I've seen lately. The last two – well, well, really, even the Patriots game wasn't great, but the Broncos just, like, wiped the floor with them. That that was a 50-point game. It didn't even feel like that close, though. Um, and the week – you know, that 40-6 to six or 41-6, to six, whatever it was, that Rams game was disconcerting. Mm-hmm. Um, they held on for deal life against the Steelers. They were losing that game late in a big blown lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to the Vikings. Um, they barely hung on against the Eagles. I just don't like what I've seen. I just feel like the Bengals are trending in a different direction than the uh, Chargers. I like so the Bengals give it two and a half. I like. I, I think that's one of my favorite picks this week. Yeah, I um, I mean, after what the Bengals did last week against the Steelers, I mean, if we're gonna look at it, you know, that way, then I mean, the Bengals should. Th- this could end up being another big win for the Bengals. You know, if they can keep rolling on all cylinders, you know, they'll they'll score points against this team. Um, you know, and yeah, the, the Mixon should have a good day on the Chargers defense. Who? who? Oh, Mixon. Mixon. Yeah. And, you know, the Chargers have a lot of talent, but yeah, something, you know, it might just be, again, youth, you know, I don't know, you know, Justin Herbert's really good, um, but is he at that level yet where he can, quote unquote, take over games um, or just, I don't know, maybe they're not as talented as we think or, yeah, something's, something's missing, something's missing. Me and my friend were talking um, last week during the four o'clock games. Like those four o'clock, like, and you could see the results all like clockwork. All three of those teams, it's the same shit all the time. You have the char- Chargers against the Broncos, like a game they probably shouldn't have lose. You have the Vikings losing this random shootout against the Niners. The uh, Vikings can never get, it's all the three of those teams can never get out of their own way. Yeah. And then you have the, you have the Rams just being totally like dysfunctional getting their ass kicked against the Packers. Like it was a, Eight point game. It wasn't that close though. Like the Packers dominated that game. Yeah, yeah. But it's like all three of those teams: the Chargers, the the two LA teams, and the Vikings they can never get out of their own way. They're yeah. like just like a loser psychology mentality. 
Yeah, and and the uh, Vikings 49ers game was even worse because the Vikings had a chance, you know, at the end of the game to, I think, win. Um, and Kirk Cousins lines up behind the, the guard. <laughs> yeah. What? How much is he paid again? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you that, you know, there's something going on. Um, those, those losses, like you said, were weird. And I mean, the chargers had, honestly, the chargers have to win this game. So maybe, you know, they come in a little bit, um, more dangerous. Um, I could see that. I think there's something to be said for that. Like it's starting to fall into like desperation times for the charge. I could see that. The the problem is, is that this game is equally as important for the Bengals. Yeah. Six and five for seven and four. That's a good game. Right. Right. So it should be competitive, which will which will make for a good game. Yeah, that's why I think that's one of the games of the week. Yeah. Um. Next one up, another one. I don't think we're going to spend very long on Tampa giving eleven to the Falcons. Oh, this is going to be. I hope this turns out to be a great game for me because I got Lenny, I got Lenny Forney, and I got uh, Mike Evans. So I'm just hoping they absolutely blitzkrieg. The Falcons, but watch me say that, and then this turn into the Saints game. <laughs> Fournette had three touchdowns last week, right? He had a good game. Who? Fournette. He had three touchdowns last week, right? Four. He had four. The last four. One. Wow. Yeah, last one he scored was uh, that twenty-eight yard. Oh game. yeah, the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That late run. Yeah. <laughs> Got forty points, man. Yeah, I liked. Um, I think those. Will- this will probably be a little closer than that first game they played. That was an offensive explosion. Or, yeah, I guess it was two pick sixes, though. That that 48-25, I think it was, the win against the Falcons. It probably will be a little closer this time. Game is in Atlanta. But I still think Tampa wins by close to two touchdowns. Yeah. So they're just so much more talented. They were, yeah. like they just are. And, you know, Tampa's defense is banged up, too. But I think the Falcons are off trouble. Right. Right. I mean, they they just don't have that many playmakers. They've got Patterson. They've got uh, Pitts. Uh, Gage has been playing okay. He's been more involved, but it's also just, you know, with Ridley and Julio uh, gone. Yeah, it's there's just not much to work with there. Um, yeah, not, not much to talk about that game. <laughs> Sorry. Um... Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I think that's one of the games I think we're just going to see as go as expected. Like, if Falcons win, that's a horrendous loss for the uh, oh, uh, Bucks. Oh, my God, that's a horrendous loss for the Bucks. Um, then the last 1 o'clock game. Uh, after this, Paul, I'm going to uh, run to get a drink uh, real quick. You can break down, like, the weekly power rankings, how that's updated, and then we'll come back for the – or I'll come back and talk with you for the 4 o'clock games. Um, uh, last game up for the one o'clock is the Minnesota Vikings giving seven to Detroit. Yeah. Uh, watch this be a game where the Vikings should win, obviously, because the Lions are the only team without a win this season. Watch them. No Dalvin Cook, though. Watch them. Yeah. Watch them come in and lose. The relatively tight line, seven. I mean, teams have lost as a seven-point favorite before. I know. I, I'm the. I feel before this season ends, the Lions are going to get a win. They are going to get one win. They play the Falcons. 
I think at home later this year. I think they got a shot there. They got a shot. I, I like the Lions to cover. It's just I, I still can't see them beating the Vikings. That would be a big upset. Never, never be expected to win the game until they yeah, play. right. Like yeah, because what are you going to say at this point? DeAndre Swift isn't even playing, so you're you yeah, know, like the most dynamic players. Um, so yeah, at this point, what what are you going to what are we going to do here? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. This should be an easy. This should be an easy win, but this is also a divisional game, so could be a little bit tighter. It could be, you know, could be strange. Could be strange. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Vikings in, a, in a, like a four-point game. I'll say it's tight. Uh, who would be your survivor pick this week? Because actually, Lanter's down to two of us now. We both lost. I had the Chargers. He had the Eagles. Who would you take this week? Chargers or Eagles? Or last uh, no. In my survivor pool, he had the Eagles. I had the Chargers. We both lost last week, so now we repick this week. Got you. I think I'm going with the Eagles against the Jets. The, the Vikings line, something about it concerns me. I don't know. I think I can't see the Eagles losing back-to-back in my life. So, Especially against a non-divisional, a bad team. I, I have a hard time seeing it. Uh, who, who are your options? Who can you uh, pick? Hold on a sec. Next week, I'm going, I think, Titans again. You know, if he were to win, next week, Titans play the Jaguars at home. That'll be like a 14-point spread probably. Um, Let's see. I've got – hold on a sec. Teams available. I can pick the Saints tonight. I can pick the Falcons against the Bucks, the Bears against the Cardinals. The Bengals against the Chargers, Vikings or Lions, Giants, uh, Giants or Dolphins, Eagles or Jets, Texans against the Colts, Washington versus the Raiders, either team, Jaguars against the Rams, Steelers against the Ravens, Seahawks against the Niners, and Pats against the Bills. Yeah, go with the Vikings, I think. You can go with the Vikings, right? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm taking the Jets. What do you think? I think I'm going to take the Jets. Uh, take, it's obviously between those two, though. You're going to take the Jets to beat the Eagles, or not the uh, Eagles? I mean, oh. the Eagles to beat the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I don't I see. I just, I just don't see them losing back to back at that late wow. Not against. Not against the Jets. If it was a tougher team, maybe. But yeah. It's the it's like the, it's like last week with the, the Titans Texans or two weeks ago, like I just feel like sometimes divisional games are randomly tight. The Lions just had you know like a heartbreaking loss. They have had a lot of time to think about. Like I don't know, it just it worries me. I mean, yeah. it would be obviously with them getting their first win potentially, it would be like a big upset with that happening. But you never know, it happens. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um. So yeah, uh, you like Vikings to cover. I like them in tight game. Um, and uh, I'll give it to you to, uh, for the power rankings, and then we'll start breaking down the four o'clock games. You got it. I'll just quickly go over. I mean, there's there's really not much of a need to go over the bottom half of this list. I think the only thing that stands out is the Eagle, Eagles were moving up, and after that bad divisional loss, that, that knocks them down a few spots. Uh, the Dolphins make a big jump, though, uh, again, due to that win streak. They're looking pretty good right now. Uh, good team overall. 
Um, Browns have been struggling lately. They've been dealing with injuries, uh, OBJ leaving, but he wasn't really producing much anyway. Um, they're kind of trying to figure out who they are at this point in the season, try and get back into the mix. Um, Raiders with a, a good win over the Cowboys gives them some life, but you still got to think about, you know, where that might, where they at, where they, you know, line up with some other teams that are in that playoff mix. I don't think they're one of the stronger teams. And again, that game against the Cowboys, that was a strange game. You know, they were on a three game losing streak before winning that one. Um, Chargers take a little dip after their big loss to Denver. Denver moves up a bunch of spots. Uh, Tennessee now at number 13. Um, and they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, which is tough. Um, but, you know, if they're not able to turn it around, um, and they're eight and four, so th that seems silly to say, but this, the rest of the season could easily be tough for them if they are missing all these key contributors on offense. They've got to find a spark there. Um, San Francisco's rolling, Cincinnati's rolling. Cowboys have taken a dip. Um, it's hard to justify keeping them in the top five, given how they've performed compared to some other teams. Um, so I feel like if they get a big win tonight, they can move up a few spots. Um, but right now, the, the Ravens, the Bills, uh, Kansas City, Indianapolis, the Patriots, all of those teams are just performing uh, better. They're on good win streaks. Um, you know, or I guess the Colts aren't. They lost against Tampa. But, you know, these teams are winning more often than they're losing. So the Cowboys need to turn around before they can leapfrog some of those teams. And then the top four, honestly, the Rams could easily be further down this list. Um, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they start to turn things around. Green Bay is a good team. I, they're number two in, in my ranking right now. Um, so when you lose to a team of that caliber, you can't really – you can't really knock it. Although that game did seem more one-sided than the score would suggest. Um, Tampa moves down a spot, mostly just because the Green Bay Packers have, you know, they're really making a case here for number one team in the league right now. Um, and the only reason the Cardinals are ahead of them is just because of total wins. Um, Packers beat the Cardinals at Arizona. Um, you know, so it, Right now, it could be a flip between those two teams. Um, but that's pretty much our power rankings. Um, and I think that's probably been the biggest shift we've seen in a while. A lot of teams moving up, go, uh, you know, just catching, catching fire um, at this point in the season um, and thinking about what this playoff picture is going to look like in this month of December. Once, once December ends, it's going to get real interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, like, uh, uh, sorry, Paul. Uh, who was your number one AFC team? Ravens. My number one AFC team is probably going to be surprising to you, actually, because I have the Ravens below the Bills still. Okay. I, Ravens... uh, yeah, I can look I can at that. Right, right. Because um, the uh, Ravens haven't looked right in offense still. They, they kind of struggled. But... Like, I have the Colts still ahead of the Bills. And the Chiefs. Like, can you can you honestly? I mean, they just destroyed the Bills. 
they they destroyed them. Like that's I think the Colts. I'm more confident in the Colts right now than the Bills. I think the Bills can be really bad teams. When they go up against a good team, I'm not so confident in them. You know? And I still want to see what the Chiefs do. They didn't move from last week um, because they were on their bye? Or they're on their bye this week. Forget who they they played last week. They played played the Raiders, then they played the Cowboys, right? Um, then they played the Chiefs. Oh no, they were on the bye. Yeah, they were on the bye last week. Yeah, they were on the bye. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think I want to see what they do again against it. You know, one of these top teams that's at full strength. Um. You know, it's just, it's a different beast when you're playing a team that's healthy, that's, you know, a playoff caliber team, you know? Um, and actually, I'm going to, I'm going to take a sidebar right now because this game has started. Saints have the ball first. That was a quick snap. Jeez, relax, Taysom. Uh, five yard pass to number 10. He's got to turn around because I don't know who number 10 on the Saints is. Marcus Cowboy. That's what I thought it would be, but I don't want to call it out and then be wrong. I'd rather not say. No, Trey, Trey Smith. Oh, damn it. Okay, now I'm double wrong. <laughs> um, so it's actually second and four right now. We'll see. They might go up tempo here. I wonder first, if that's – First down. Yep. To the 43 right off the bat. That uh, was Nick Vanette. Yeah, but that he was – scored a touchdown last week. It was 50-1 to one to score his touchdown. <laughs> Leighton Vanderess wanted to jump that. They've got to. They've got to settle in here. They can't get excited. Damn, Demarcus Lawrence was right there though. Oh my God, Leighton. sack. No, what? A sack. I think. Or you ahead? Of, how are you ahead of me? I'm watching a live stream. It's something happened because second and thirteen. I'll tell you in a second. Bad pass. They must have. They must have been like a screen pass oh, for. Screen. Yeah, negative three yards. DB? No, Osa. I'm just going to be doing freaking commentary from here on out. Um, all right, let's get back into uh, the four o'clock games. I, uh, let's see. Uh, one right off the bat, I don't think, other than their slide, I think this is a good remedy for it. Rams have given 13 to the Jaguars. I don't really think there's a lot of reason to talk about this game too much. Yeah. Yeah. I too think... much defense. They're, I think their defense is due to play a good game eventually and not let up 30 points like they've done the last couple of weeks. Against the Jaguars, I think it's a good remedy. Uh, I I think I think Stafford will play definitely better this game. And I think the I think this is one of my favorite picks this week, too. Rams after a couple of bad games, I think they blow them out of the water. From a fantasy perspective, I'm I'm actually worried about um, like playing James Robinson in this game. I'm I'm not if they this could end up being a blowout. They're not gonna. I mean, him being a bell cow helps, but still makes you worried that if this does turn into a blowout, I'm not so confident that he can get anything going, which will hurt my chances. Oh, blow it! Ponting fourth and sixteen. Get out of here. Um, go home. Oh, wait, they're already home. Damn it. J Ron curse. 
let me take a sidebar because he's been playing really well. He was a free agent signing this year. He's been playing lights out. I hope they keep him. Anyway, um, yeah, Rams should win this game. Absolutely. And it's it's home for them too, correct? Yeah. Yep. 100%. 100% they should win this game. They should cover. I think this one is sneaky good because both teams are, are definitely in the playoff mix. And they're playing the, – uh, Washington's playing good too. They, you know, they've won, I think, three in a row, right? They beat Seattle, beat um, – and beat Buccaneers, and I think someone Carolina. Yeah, they beat Carolina. Um, the Raiders are given two and a half to Washington. Good, good underrated game, though. Yeah, I think both of these teams are middle of the pack. I think there's potential for them to. I think the Washington football team has a better chance right now of sneaking into the playoffs than. Um, yeah, I agree. AFC is going to be tougher because and the records are better. Like you have the Chargers, the Bengals, the Raiders, they're all pretty good. Right. Um, so I think I'm going to pick the um, – I'll pick the home team here, though. I, I think I picked the Raiders to win this one. Um, I'm going with them too. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington finds a way to win. Um, but I think coming back home – I think this puts the Raiders in a position to just sneak out with this one, um, which makes things tougher for – it makes things more interesting for the Washington football team and the Eagles because then they'd still be fighting back and back. Yeah. You know. Uh, Raiders, just I think at the end of the day, have too much offense. And I trust I, – I, I like what I see from Heineke. He's a gamer, and the team seems to play hard for him. Uh, I just think Carr right now. I think he, he's just got more in the tank than than Heineke. I think he's. I think he's a better passer at the end of the day, and they have better offensive weapons. I mean, Waller, Renfro, Jacobs. Yeah, you know, oh, Watch is not bad. I mean, with Waller out, Gibson. Uh, is he? I thought he got, hurt. he got hurt in the Cowboys game. I think he had something with the knee. Uh, let's see. Uh, Deshaun's questionable. A uh, Waller is doubtful. Okay, that might make things more interesting. And, yeah, that, yeah. I, I just I think he's a better quarterback at the end of the day. I think he'll find a way to get it done. I agree. Um, I agree. this one feels like a shootout. Just yeah, it could. I mean, Terry McLaurin can thirty. 30, 24, something like that. Yeah, I think Logan Thomas is back, too, for Washington. Yeah. And he's a good receiving threat for them. Yeah, I, that's a good game. That That's a underrated game this week. Yeah. Um. Next one up, you got Baltimore giving four and a half at the Steelers. This feels like an upset alert for me. Ooh. Oh, Dak. Why? Why wouldn't you just run that? Sorry, I'm watching the game now. Dak has to run the ball more. <laughs> he has to run the ball. He had a wide open lane, and he just like get the extra yards, man. CD was covered on that. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, man. The Steelers don't look great. Um, this still game five five and one now, like it's still staying afloat, kind of. 
I know, but this could be the, the only way I could see them winning is because the um the Ravens have an eight and three record and the um you know the Steelers need it more kind of thing and it's a divisional game. Um and honestly the Ravens have had some questionable games. Um but yeah I think I think this should be one that the Ravens pull out. They should be able to, you know, go to Pittsburgh still, win this game, stay in the lead in the division. I'll say I don't – I have a hard time seeing the Ravens lose this game, but I think they'll win on a field goal. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, 27-23, so like a four-point game. I'll say the Steelers stay within a number, but the Ravens win. Yeah. Um, and then the last four o'clock game, another, this is another line, I guess it's a divisional game. They just feel like they're constantly way too respected by Vegas this year. I, I don't think they're that good of a team. Uh, and that's the Seahawks getting only three and a half against the Niners who are playing very good football lately. Yeah. Uh, I, Seahawks just, they're getting too much respect. They're not that good of a team. They're, they're not the, the Seahawks. It, it's, it's such an overinflation. If like, if like Taylor Heineken. He was a quarter was Seattle's quarterback instead of Wilson. Like every single one of these like three point lines would be like a nine point line. It's like way too much love for Wilson. Like I, he's a good quarterback, yeah. I don't think I don't think he makes that much of a difference with these lines. That like it, it's it's way too much respect for him. Basically, mm-hmm. like they're just not a good team. The running game has been a shit show this year. It's just guys banged up. Not it's just a lot of guys like in and out. Metcalf has had some games where he hasn't been seen until late or like at all. He's had a couple of rough games this year. Lockett, I think, was better last year as well. Like they're just not as good. The defense yeah. isn't as good. And, uh, and I like the Niners here comfortably, obviously. Like at least by a touchdown. The 49ers are they've been playing much better. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. Even, like, I get it, it's a rival, but this isn't, like, a vintage Seahawks team. They're just not as good. Yeah. I'm picking the, the 49ers here. Um, yeah, three-point favorites. I could see it just being close again because it's divisional, but with how the 49ers have been playing, I think that's not giving them enough credit. I think it's being yeah exactly exactly gracious to the Seahawks. So because Niners, Niners have quietly won what like five in a row, I think. Yeah, the last game they lost was the Cardinals. They beat the Rams, Jaguars, Vikings, Seahawks. No, Hold on. they four of the last five. The Bears lost to the Cardinals, beat the Rams, Jaguars, Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got the Sunday night game now, and that is this. Can, I'm surprised this is flexed to prime time because I just think they're. I think I don't think this is gonna be a close game. Can't say he's given nine and a half to Denver. Yeah, they flexed out of the San Francisco game, and even though Seattle's not doing good, like the only way that game has consequences if the Broncos beat the Chiefs, I feel like, which is like unlikely. Like yeah. San Fran. <laughs> Seattle, even though I'm not crazy about Seattle this year, it's still like a tighter match. It's a better match. Like the only way, the only way she's Broncos is like mean something is if Denver actually pulls that upset, which I don't say. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think this feels like a 31-17 game. Mahomes probably probably three passing touchdowns, one rushing. Uh, you know, one of the you know that Daryl Williams runs it in. Yeah, this this kind of seems like a game where it really depends on which Broncos team you get. Yeah, right. I'm gonna absolutely smoke the Chargers and the Cowboys. They have a shot, but we've seen them be more of the other team um, than be that kind of team. Um, you know, I know they're six and five, but those two wins stand out more than their other wins. Um, also, I sent you that. St- let me look it up. I sent you that stat the other day. That was uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, Teddy Bridge. Teddy Bridgewater comes into Sunday night with a higher passer rating, higher completion percentage, higher yards per attempt, and more than half as many yeah. interceptions a season than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs only have one more win. Yeah. But they were dealing with a lot of injuries early on the season that I was not as aware of. Um, But now they're getting some of those players back. And, again, we're just going to have to see what kind of team they they look like on Sunday night. Yeah. and then we got we. Uh, so you like the Chiefs to cover that nine and a half? Honestly, I don't like them to cover. No, I no. think they'll win, um, but not by not by ten. I I do think the Broncos are better than that. Um, I could see them making this competitive, like a touchdown loss, something like that, like thirty twenty three or twenty one twenty eight, something like that. Saints have the ball back here. Cowboys had a goose egg of a first offensive drive. <laughs> they did absolutely nothing. But again, part of that is self-inflicted. Like they put themselves in third and long situations. Do they just, I feel like they don't do enough like check down plays. I, I, it seems like they're always going for broke, you know, after last week's game, this will be like a 17, 13 game tonight. <laughs> Watch. Stupid. That, that would piss me off so much. I want they they've gotta they've gotta not mess around here. And I could I could easily see this being an upset if they fool around. Dak, so for only two passing completion or passing attempts. <laughs> Taysom Hill, four completions for 10 yards. All right. <laughs> it's like what 2.3 uh not even. That's not even. That's like two point five in the town. That's a joke. That's terrible. Yeah, that's not catch. Get out of here, kid. That ain't a catch. Micah Parsons almost had him. Micah Parsons has been playing lights out. Third and five. We'll see. Stop spoiling it for me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why my the oh, first and ten. Traycon Smith first touchdown. What? Traquan Smith first touchdown. He scored? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm predicting. I'm oh, 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 oh. They're at the 40, though. They're 40. It looked- oh, no, wait, no. It's the Cowboys 40. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cowboys 40. Uh-oh. And now my other friend is texting me holding. I don't know what's going on. Wow. Um, so last game we got... We're, we're making our way through. 
Um, yeah, big rivalry game. Uh, it, it's a big game this year. We got the uh, Bills seven and four, a game back of or half game back, I guess, of the Pats who are eight and four. Um, uh, only given two and a half. I like the Bills this week. I think at, at the end of the day, they have too much offense. I think than than the Pats, but the, the both defenses I think are pretty good. I just think the Bills have more offense at the end of the day, and they'll find a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I think this game actually could be the game of the week. Um, and I think we'll see here. We'll learn a lot about these two teams in this game. I feel like if it's close, that says a lot about the Patriots. Um, and I think that it's tough because if you were at the beginning of the season, you would say, um, you know, the Bills were the much better team. Um, on paper, obviously they had last season to go off of as well. Um, but at this point in the season, I feel the Patriots are a little bit stronger of a team. That said, I think you have to look at who they've played. Who, who have the Patriots gone up against in these past five weeks where you've been, you know, like, let's take a look at who they've played. They beat... The Titans, who were absolutely depleted on offense. The Falcons, bad team. Browns, not playing well. Yeah. I don't – you know, which is – honestly, it's probably going to be one of the more surprising results this year. How did the – how did the Bengals get so badly crushed by the Browns the way they've played recently? Didn't they lose, like, 41-12? to Like, I don't know how the Bengals got beat that badly that game. Yeah. That's going to be one of the most surprising results this year when it's all said and done. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Panthers, I mean, Dolphins just handled them. The Chargers are inconsistent. I mean, they destroyed the Jets, the Cowboys, the Texans. They lost close to the Bucs. They lost to the Saints and the Dolphins. 56-yard attempt. No good. Brett Mar? Yeah, it was no good. I, I got... What's up, Brett? <laughs> was it really? Yeah. <laughs> he was on the uh, Cowboys. <laughs> I had no idea he was on there. I'm surprised they kicked that there. They take over at the 45 now. Yeah, that's that's dumb. That's, that's stupid. Dumb decision. But hey, they might trust the defense after that first sequence on offense. I mean, it, again, it's the Cowboys. They're their own worst enemy here, you know, because they they can easily go the next eight whatever possessions and just score a touchdown each one. How is it so hard to come out? with a game plan where it's like, okay, we're not going to go for broke every single play. Like let's, let's work with things here. I don't always want to lean on the run game. Cause I, I think that's not, I don't think that's the way to do it. I think when you run and only get one, two yard gains, that's not really helping you either, but they have guys who they can get the ball to and check downs too. Like, I, I don't know. And it, it's easier said than done. Um, but I just feel like I see other teams doing it, and I don't see the Cowboys doing it as much. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens on this next possession. Um, everyone else is going to tell me, though, before I find out, because <laughs> I'm behind everyone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, to go back to this Bill Patriots game, I'm actually – I'm going to say that this is going to be the first game the Patriots win – where you actually look at them and say, okay, they're, they're legit. 
Because if the Patriots lose, then I think you can look at all those other games and say they were against bad teams. I think you can, or not necessarily like bad teams, like Browns are good, Chargers good, but the Chargers have also struggled. The Browns have struggled. Titans are a good team on record, but they were missing a lot of players in that game. Like, I think they've been the beneficiaries of, uh, of their schedule here. Um, but give like Mac Jones and that defense credit, you know, they're, they're doing what they need to do to win. So, um, but I'm going to, I'm actually going to say the Patriots in a close win, like a last really, yeah. Nick Hulk field goal. <laughs> Hang it in the Louvre. The Louvre. <laughs> um, all right. So that does it for week 13 uh, discussion. Uh, let's take a look now ahead to next week. You got it's an interesting Thursday night game. Good game, you know, reminiscent of like the 70s. Steelers at the Vikings. Interesting. So both teams are, I guess, still in the playoff mix potentially. That, that could be a decent game. Uh, you got Baltimore at Cleveland, Dallas at Washington, Raiders at the Chiefs. Oh, that's a quick turnaround. They just played what three weeks ago. That's a quick turnaround to have that again. Seahawks, Texans. Jaguars at the Titans. A couple of these are duds. Saints at the Jets. That's an ugly game. Atlanta, Carolina. Uh, Detroit at Denver. Giants at the Chargers. 49ers at the Bengals. Decent game. Bills, Bucks is a big game. Bears at the Packers. And then Rams at the Cardinals. Good Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bills, Bucks, obviously, want, could be a game of the season. Uh, Rams, Cardinals should be a good game. Well, those one o'clock games are bad. Like Seahawks, Texans, Jaguars, Titans, Saints, Jets, Falcons, Panthers is bad. Detroit, Denver. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's oh, come that's, awful. Tough. that's an awful slate. Yeah. Ravens, that, Browns that, still. That could be a good one o'clock series for fantasy football, though. Yeah. Like just these nothing games where you have no idea where it's Yeah, where like AJ Brown has like two touchdowns, like guys like that. Uh, I I got a feeling they're going to come out with a touchdown here, Paul. I'll say Noah Brown putting the team on his back. Cooper isn't in right now. He just got back from uh two game uh being out the last two games because of COVID, and the reports were that he was still feeling symptoms from it. Um, but I'm a, obviously the tests have to come back negative, so just you know feeling the symptoms there. Um, bro, wow, he got steamrolled. Zeke running into a wall of Saints players. Um, but yeah, so he, I don't think I saw him in yet on this series. Um, it's third down coming up. I'll see if he's on the in the wide receiver room. Uh, yes, he is in there. Let's see what he does. I have Cooper. Okay, so they're short. It's going to be fourth down. I would honestly go for it here. This is fourth and one. Oh, they should. Yeah, see, this is where the Saints defense is good, but this is where you have to exert your will. Yeah. Make this a pass play. Do not make this a run, please. Oh, that would have been dirty if you completed that. It was a design rollout, but 
Um, yeah, no, they turned the ball over on downs. I, oh, no, that was to C.D. Lamb. That was a bad, honestly, that was not a great throw by Dak. I don't know if they had different ideas about where they were going to go. Um, but it, because it, it looks like Dak threw it behind Lamb and he wasn't ready for it. So I don't know if he intended to break out towards the sideline or what, but turn it over on Dak. This is, again, like it's just looking like a 13 10 game, like that game a couple of years ago. But, but I will say this I will say this. They are playing away. Um, you know, I, I think I'm, I give them too much benefit of the doubt. I just, you know, I think they could still blow this game out of the water. They just, again, getting in their own way here, getting in their own way, you know, be on the same page, create plays where they're able to get their guys open quickly, you know, not this develop. It's fourth and two. It's fourth and two. You got to anticipate that there's going to be pressure coming at you, you know. So why is C.D. Lamb running all the way behind the defense? Like, don't don't try and score every play. Just get the first down, you know. Um, yeah. That said, they're one of the most potent offenses in the NFL. So we'll see. So now we'll take a look at small college schedule this week because. Uh, it is it is conference championship weekend. Uh, and we do have the FCS playoffs, so it gives a little bit more selection of games to potentially uh, uh, bet on and take take looks at those games. Um, and also, honestly, the FCS playoff is what FBS football should be doing. They have uh, normally, I think it's like 20 teams in the playoffs, and it makes for a great event overall. Uh, game I'm actually going to tomorrow night. Uh, Villanova giving 13 to Holy Cross. Monmouth handled Holy Cross in the playoff game a couple of years ago. Uh, Villanova is is probably a better team than Monmouth was at that point. And Holy Cross, I don't is probably comparable to the Holy Cross team that year. I think Villanova giving 13 is is too little. I, I could see them win by close to 20. Um, and then another game that is a great game tomorrow night. I'll, I'll try to check that one out. Uh, when I get home from the Nova game is the Montana Eastern Washington game. It's not at the blood red field of Eastern Washington, but it is in big sky country at Montana, uh, given two and a half uh, to Eastern Washington. Uh, that I'm just really bringing that up because that should be a great game. Uh, I like that over 59 though, in that game too. Eastern Washington's a very potent offense last week against Northern Iowa was more low scoring, but that's the way Northern Iowa tends to play games. Uh, I think them against Montana could have a lot of points though. Um, and then the other SES game I like is on Saturday. Kennesaw State, who took out Mammoth's chances in the uh, Big South, they, they won the Big South League in a game over us. Uh, given two and a half to East Tennessee State, I just think that's too small of a line. East Tennessee State, they did beat Vanderbilt this year, and they've, they've had a nice year. I just think Kennesaw State is a, a good step up in competition. And East Tennessee State's football league is not the greatest either. I believe they're in the SOCON. Uh, so that's a big step off for them. And two and a half, you know, can't sell to one by a field goal. I, w- I don't think it's, it's too much to ask for. Um, but definitely check out the FCS playoffs. You, uh, next week's going to have some great games because it's starting to get pretty far in. Next week's the quarterfinals, I think. So you could get like, you could get Villanova versus like South Dakota State. And, uh, you know, like the winner of Eastern Washington, Montana, I think, against Sam Houston State. Like some of those games can be really good. Um, 
And then now taking a look at FBS, there is, uh, let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's 11 championship games, and then you got randomly USC against Cal playing a make-it game because of COVID earlier this year. So that game is just a regular season game to pretty much play out the entire – oh, besides Army-Navy, to uh, make sure that no games are canceled this year for college football. So, so that's good. Much less COVID – or compared to last year, no COVID issues. So that was a great thing. I mean, here and there, but nothing where games were canceled. Um, you know, I think – in terms of looking at the playoff picture, so Georgia's in no matter what. I mean, if they lose to Bama, they're still going to be in. Bama would make it if they happen to beat Georgia. Um, Cincinnati's so interesting. They're four right now. And Bama's three. Like, as of right now, I would think since he's in, it's the weirdest thing. Like, they can win their game. I still don't know if they're, like, a short thing, though. That's, like, bizarre. Uh, which team? Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I'm disappointed that they, you know, um, I, I'm disappointed that they are like getting overlooked. You know, um, I mean they're undefeated. Like team, the other teams that are potentially in, like Notre Dame, is Notre Dame undefeated? One loss. They lost this. That that was the thing I was going to text you. I forgot to text you. Is that Notre Dame? It's going to be very hard for Notre Dame to get in because they lost to Cincinnati, and there's like no justification for like that's like since he's like uh, ace in the hole basically is they beat Notre Dame. So like Notre Dame will knock it into the playoff over Cincy because Cincy beat Notre Dame. Yeah, like um, you know M- Michigan being in after they beat Ohio State. I could see that. That's like the idea of having a playoff that looks like Georgia, Michigan, um, Bama or Notre Dame, and then Cincinnati. That that I think is a fun playoff, right? I think it is because it's it's teams you don't see every day. Right. To me, I think I think a Michigan Cincinnati playoff game would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and I think Georgia. I think that's how it's probably going to be. Georgia plays Oklahoma State. Michigan plays Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could think Cincinnati, they almost beat George in a bowl game last year, though. Like, that game was tight. Like, they could have easily, I think, let me see. I, they were up like the whole game, and I think lost at the end. Yeah. Let me see. It was, it was a field goal game. Yeah, 24 21. Georgia beat them on a field goal. But since he was up, uh, since he was up 21 to 10 that game. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, to me, uh, the I know people love Michigan. Uh, since he has been number like literally number two or three the whole season, they really have. Yeah, uh, since he since he should not have to play Georgia that first game, they shouldn't. Yeah, to me, Oklahoma it makes sense because Oklahoma State was the team that like came on strong at the end. Yeah, and they should be the four seed. Michigan beat Ohio State to so five over three, like, and they've had a hell of a year. They, Michigan should not have to play Georgia either. To me, Oklahoma State, it makes the most sense. Right. I agree. So I would think it's Georgia, Oklahoma State, and then Michigan, Cincinnati. If Bama wins that... If, if Bama wins, that'll be interesting because would Georgia still be the one thing, even though... 
because Bama would have only had one loss. They both would have had one loss, but Bama would have won the conference championship. So Bama would get the one then, and Georgia would probably get the three. And then it would probably be Bama, Cincinnati, and then Michigan. I keep thinking that Alabama lost that game against uh, Auburn, and I forget that they ended up winning. Yeah. Michigan-Georgia would be a hell of a game for two versus three. That would be a great game. Yeah. That would be good, too. Watch Cincy have to play Bama, and then Cincy just destroys Bama. Love that. Yeah, right. Cincy-Michigan final. Cincy-Georgia final. Um, So, my picks, there's only a few games. Let's see. Um... I, I regret not taking it. They were like 25 to 1 to win the ACC earlier this year. I think they're going to get it done, though, this week. Uh, Pitt given three to Wake Forest. I thought, and that was after Clemson had lost. I thought Pitt at 25 to 1 with a potential Heisman candidate was crazy odds. Oh, but, Cooper. Uh, sorry, sorry. Cooper with a big, uh, big game there. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> uh, way downfield. Wow, to the 36. Guess who's starting Cooper in fantasy football? Yo, he got destroyed. Um, and then yeah, so I like Pitt giving three to Wake Forest. Um, I think they've had a better year than Louisiana Lafayette. I think Appalachian State giving three is too low. I think they get it done. Louisiana Lafayette is like look bad for they're they're a good record. They're eleven and one. They look like. They've struggled in a lot of games, though, to look 11-1. Uh, the one game I really like this week, it just feels like a perfect letdown spot. I love Baylor getting five and a half against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, you know, Oklahoma State is pumped after beating Oklahoma last week to get to the Big 12 title game. It just, just feels – Baylor might win this out, right? I like their defense a lot. It just, just feels like a perfect letdown spot. Um, this one feels low to me because I, I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. Georgia Bama 49 and a half. I think that goes over that. As long as Bama can score like three touchdowns, that should easily go over. 49 is very low for a game like that. I mean, I know their defense is good. Like they should keep Georgia relatively off the field, but or you know, but I think Bama should score, and I think that's gonna be a competitive game. Um and then I think this is a lot of points written all over it. Western Kentucky, San Antonio. Uh, what is eight and four versus an 11 and one team. But I think this is going to be a game. They go up and down the field with each other. So those are the five games I like this week. And then the FCS games I mentioned before. So Western Kentucky, Texas, San Antonio over 72 and a half. Georgia Bama over 49 and a half. Baylor plus five and a half. Appalachian State minus three and Pitt minus three. Oh, CD. CD Lamb. Oh, ooh. at the one. It's going to be Zeke, probably. We will see. We got a minute left in the quarter. <laughs> so that was two big pass plays there. That was that was a good touchdown, move. Cowboys. Uh, who scored? Wrap up the show. I'll let you know in cyclone. Was it Dak for a one yard rush, please? Pass to Cooper. Uh, Gallup. Yes, let's go. I'm starting Dak too, so that's big for me. Oh, it's a fade. 
hundred percent. It was a fade. Oh, uh, toss it, lob it. He don't give a shit. Touchdown. <laughs> the defensive wait we gotta see where his feet landed i want to see if his feet landed in bounds oh, this is what i mean oh, okay well first thing the db did the classic incompletion but it was totally a catch second thing was this is like gallops this kind of player it's it's so cool to have it, it would have been imagine having des amari cooper and cd lamb Michael Gallup does for this team what Des Bryant did. You know, Des Bryant was a monster down in the red zone. Um, but Gallup can be that guy too. He's all about those jump balls and everything. So that that's good that the Cowboys were able to put that scoring drive together. And I think now you're seeing this thing could this thing could open up very easily. Those yeah. drives were uh not fun for not fun for co-host ball. <laughs> so that will wrap up the northeast beat for week 13 of the nfl um you got the cowboys leading the saints on that michael gallup touchdown catch at the one yard line or you know one yard touchdown uh, uh completion uh with a minute left in the first cowboys are leading the saints seven nothing uh we'll get along to uh paul being able to watch that call it a show for tonight hope you enjoyed uh, our week 13 preview of the nfl uh and enjoyed listening to this latest podcast of the northeast beat with dan solar and paul casaro uh for my co-host paul uh this is uh, dan solar hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode and we'll, we'll catch you guys next week for week 14 have a good one